0: Hey everybody, Coach Brew here. This is a very non-traditional podcast episode, meaning uh, I'm not doing the traditional intro. Uh, There's no commercial, no fake commercial, I should say. Uh, There won't be a promo in the middle of it. It's simply a Thanksgiving message from me to you, and uh, something I've wanted to share with you. Uh, for a while now. And it's a little bit about uh, the Thanksgiving tradition that we had growing up in my house that I've continued uh, with, that my dad did, that I've continued with my family. And I also want to share with you uh, a couple stories about uh, just the power of gratitude. Uh, It's that simple. And I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. So, uh I'll start with a little story for you. Um it's just something that got me thinking, you know. Uh Thanksgiving is tomorrow, and it only comes around once a year. But what if we adopted the the mindset that like every day was Thanksgiving? And we were intentional about Kind of the people, things in our life that we're thankful for. And here's the example what I'm talking about. When I was a kid, my dad had this Thanksgiving tradition, a family tradition at Thanksgiving dinner um, that I now carry on with my family and my home. Uh, after we'd say grace, We'd go around the table and just simply share what we're thankful for over the past year. You know, that could be uh, simply sharing appreciation for one another. It could be uh, our health. (laughs) So, like, this year, for sure, I'm super thankful for my health right now. Uh, It could be our colleagues, having a job, uh, our Friends, our best friend, family, you know, many of whom were at the table. You know, who were you thankful for at your Thanksgiving table? And, you know, what it felt like as a kid uh, is it kind of felt like I was getting a pep talk of sorts. And as we went around the table, there's just sort of this afterglow of sharing gratitude, uh, which I think sometimes we underestimate the power of gratitude, and, you, know, you could see when I say afterglow, what I mean is you could visibly see uh, what, you know, vocally sharing gratitude did for everyone's emotional well-being at the table. And that's just always stuck with me, you know, from when I was a kid and I decided that when I got married and I had kids, I was going to do that same thing uh, at my Thanksgiving dinner table. And we've done that. And sometimes when the kids are younger, uh, it, they would say something silly or they would just take forever. Uh, like I learned very early on, not to let my youngest daughter, Julia, say grace because that might take 20 minutes. Um, but we, tomorrow, we'll go around the table. it will be my wife, my kids, my mom, and my mother-in-law. And we'll go around the table and share what we're thankful for over the past year. And... It's my hope that they'll get as much out of that as I do. And it's also my hope that, uh, you know, my kids will carry on that tradition when they're older and they have their own family and they sit down at the Thanksgiving table each year. You know, an interesting thing tends to happen. You know, each year... A family member or a friend will share with me that they needed that little Thanksgiving pep talk at the dinner table. That's what I call it, at least sharing a gratitude. It really feels like a pep talk to me, and I share that with you because I think it's a valuable uh, activity that is worthy of you know a small investment of your time at the beginning of your meal. I say that based on experience and I bet that your family and friends that you sit down with could use a pep talk too. and That could be the pep talk that you give them, just like going around the table and sharing gratitude. And in your workplace, I bet that your employees, your team members, your colleagues could use a little pep talk too. And I share that with you. Because I think, uh, you know, I want you to think of it selflessly, like they could use it. But I also want you to think of it selfishly because I think there's a bonus for you. And that bonus is that it, that going around the table, sharing gratitude, that pep talk of sorts absolutely will have a positive impact on you too. You know, it uh, there's uh, some research out there that that shows that you know performing a kind act uh, raises your serotonin level. You know, just sharing gratitude, doing something nice for someone else, uh, raises their serotonin level as well as yours. And here's an interesting thing: um, they also found that it raises the serotonin level of people who simply witness. That kind of act or sharing a gratitude, so selfishly it's good for you, it's good for everyone around the table. And, and I think that if you're looking at this you know in a corporate setting, that pep talk's actually really good for your organization's bottom line. And let me explain why. Um, there's a professor at Harvard Business School, Francesca Gino. And she conducted a research study a few years back uh, looking at a university's fundraisers, you know, like the development office. And these are fixed salary employees. These aren't commission salespeople. And what she did is she divided the employees into two different groups. Group one uh, made fundraising calls Looking for alumni, they called alumni. Looking for alumni donation, donations just the same as they had on previous days. That's you know, what you do when you're in fundraising. Uh, group two, uh, which went to work on a different day, to make those calls. Uh, but first, you know, on that day, they were given a brief pep talk in person by the director of annual giving. Where all she did, all she did was just let them know how grateful she was for their hard work. How often does that happen in your workplace, right? Yeah, like everyone would want a boss like that. That's all she did with that group two on a different day. Uh, Before they went and started their, their work day, they got a little pep talk from her. Funny thing happened over the course of the ensuing week. The employees in group two who got her gratitude or thank you pep talk, they actually made 50% more calls than the employees that were in group one who didn't get that same thank you, that same little pep talk. Think about that. Just a few words of kindness that only took a couple of minutes. But the results, 50% more calls. That was game-changing, huh? So share that with you because you know, I want you to think about and consider just how that can relate to your people and your business. And if you're not expressing thanks to your people, people on your team, your department, your company, you know anyone that works with you or for you, uh, I would I would tell you you are absolutely missing out on what I believe and what that research shows you from Harvard, the wicked smart kids, is you're missing out on the best zero cost form of workplace motivation on the planet. That's not just on Thanksgiving, it's every day. That's why I started this off saying, What if you treated every day? Like Thanksgiving Day. That's why I said that. Zero cost, powerful workplace motivation, which is what we're all looking for. So here's the kicker to all of this. I hope you're sitting down good. As I said before, gratitude isn't just good for your staff or your team or your family It's actually real good for you, too. Now, there are a couple researchers who uh, are world-renowned researchers on gratitude. Robert Amons, who's a professor at UC Davis, University of California at Davis, and a guy by the name of Michael McCullough, who is at uh, the University of Miami. Not Miami of Ohio, uh, the U in Miami, Florida, Michael McCullough. And they conducted a study together where they took three groups of people and asked them to write about things that happened to them each week. That's all they did. Write about things that happened to each week. But group A was told to write down things that happened that they were grateful for. Group B was asked to write down things that frustrated them. And Group C wrote about things that affected them without any emphasis on the positive or the negative. See if you can figure out where I'm going with this, okay? So hopefully uh, you got this kind of rattling around in your brain trying to figure out where I'm going. This is a 10-week study. At the end of the 10 weeks, the participants in Group A—that's the that was the gratitude group—reported be happier. They exercised more, took less trips to the doctor than those in Group B, who, uh, if you'll recall, uh, were just told to document their frustrations and share that with you. Because uh, if you're like a lot of folks, you're probably keeping Group A's list on Thanksgiving and Group B's list. Most of the other days of the year, like the other 364 days of the year. But what should you really be doing? Right? Shouldn't every day really be Thanksgiving? Uh, A couple of years ago, this is uh, after Thanksgiving dinner, you know, after my uh, turkey-induced post-dinner food coma from all the uh, tryptophan in the turkey. I really got to thinking about my dad's tradition, and i I realized that you know what? if I wanted to feel more gratitude more often, I had to practice it more often. I had to keep that list every day. And if you think about it, daily practice is really the only way to make something a habit. You know research shows you anywhere from you know twenty one days to thirty to sixty it could take to really install a new habit. I would say it's permanent. You know, there's no, oh, it only takes 30 days to make a new habit or you can change overnight. You can change overnight. You can also slide backwards overnight too. Like a new habit is an everyday thing because the day you don't do it, guess what? It's not a habit anymore. But anyway, if I wanted to feel more gratitude, I had to practice it more often. So as a result, I created uh, what I called the daily game plan, uh, which is a daily you know, not just a scheduling tool and a, and a daily game plan, but it's also a daily gratitude journal. It's an easy way for me, uh, to keep track of my schedule and my gratitude. And I realized that I'm not the only person that needs this. So I created a product, the daily game plan, which is available on my website, coachbrew.com. And I know I told you uh, I wasn't doing any commercials on the podcast, but, um, It's relevant. So I share that with you. Nothing more. That's it. Um, but think about it. You know, uh, kind of look at it like exercise. You exercise daily, your muscles grow. And if you flex your gratitude muscles daily, they're going to grow too. If you do something daily, it starts to become automatic. You know, it's as automatic as getting up every morning and brushing your teeth. And brushing your teeth every night before you go to bed. So really what I've done, along with brushing my teeth, is uh, I've installed my gratitude practice into my morning routine. I call it 5 by 9. I'll encourage you to do the same thing. And that is I I set the goal of sharing positive feedback, appreciation, or thanks to five people before I begin my work day at 9 a.m. each morning. And that's become a non-negotiable for me. I don't start my work day until I've done this. I'd encourage you to try that. Do the same thing. Treat it like an experiment. Thank or share positive feedback with five people before 9 a.m. Or just simply before whatever the hour is that you start your work day. I'll give you a couple strategies you can use with this. Um, It's pretty simple. First one's just keep a list of what you're grateful for and proud of about yourself. And why do I encourage you to do that? Because I I believe you can't give away something you don't first possess. Let me say it again. You can't give it away if you don't own it yourself first. So in other words, like to be grateful for other people, you've got to feel gratitude for yourself first. Like what about you? Are you thankful for? What about you? Do you appreciate, respect, and admire? Keep a list of that. Second one, send a thank you note or thank you card. That's a powerful strategy. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're thinking. I could send an email or an e-card, but I'm telling you the added personal touch of snail mail has a far greater impact, far greater magnitude uh, it'll help cultivate relationships and keeps you top of mind. Um, you know, as your inbox, your email inbox is growing exponentially every day and every week, your physical mailbox, everybody's physical mailbox for snail mail is shrinking. So your thank you note, your thank you card will stand out more in there. And there's a lot of research that shows, like, like the, uh, Brain stimulation, the pleasure center of your brain is stimulated far more when you pick up and open a physical piece of mail, a package, a letter, a card than when you simply click open on your email inbox. Uh, it, it just has an added impact that you can't get electronically. Uh, the third strategy I'll give you is smile and dial. Yeah, In this wired world we live in, instead of... Instead of uh, Sending a text or an email, just call someone, you know, a couple of the people that you choose to call and tell them what you're going to say in an email or a text. Or, you know, if you're pressed for time, you don't have time to send out five thank you notes or thank you cards, you know, in your morning commute, just smile and dial, call somebody up, tell them what you're going to say in that letter, person to person, Don't leave a voicemail. Talk to a real human, a real living, breathing human on the other end of your phone. Uh, Fourth strategy, schedule a lunch meeting or or breakfast if you're an early bird. But yeah, take someone to lunch and thank them. Uh, Let them know how much you appreciate them, uh, whatever their contributions are, uh, whether it's personally as a friend or professionally in the workplace, as a colleague. And do that face-to-face. That will mean so much to that person. I guarantee you, you'll get uh, every bit as much out of it as they will, if not more. And number five, uh, I think this is an important one to help you really maintain the habit and keep that momentum going. Uh, start keeping a list. Because when you get good at, at showing gratitude, and developing gratitude, you you're not always going to have time to thank everyone every single day. Choose five people a day. You might think it'd be hard to find five. trust me it won't you're gonna find more than five if you're looking for it you know if if you have your uh eyes on what's good uh so choose five people a day, but add all the others to your list for future days. Kind of keep them in the bank you know because there might be a day where you can only think of two or three and then go back into that uh that list of yours or that file folder in your hard drive and uh, pull a couple of people off of that list and here's the big piece with all of this you know I'm a big believer showing is better than telling with anything uh, with anything and everything showing is better than telling so like telling people you appreciate them is good showing them is better so what do I mean by that well uh, you know it starts with being specific you know, when you explain what you respect and admire and appreciate about them, be specific. Show them. Give them, like, evidence of what specifically they did for you. They might not even realize, but you recognize that. And I share all this with you because I, especially this year, it's been a challenging year for, for me Uh challenging in the physical sense. I've had a bunch of uh, health issues. Uh, I'm climbing out of the other side of it right now, uh, and things are going well. But uh, it is just a big reminder, a great reminder for me that we have so much to be thankful for, uh, not just on Thanksgiving Day, but every day. And you know, with that in mind, I want to let you know, uh, everyone listening to this, every single one of my readers, um, people in my community, uh, my podcast listeners, I'm incredibly thankful for you uh, for being a part of my life and allowing me to be a part of yours, Uh, not just headed into Thanksgiving, but every day. And um, some of you have been with me a long time. You know, I've been, uh, whether it's a broadcast radio show or a podcast, uh, reading my newsletter and my books, Uh, some of you have been with me for, boy, since 2006, that's what, 13 years? Incredibly grateful for all of you and uh, a special shout out to those of you who were there from the beginning. You know who you are. Uh, I'm going to end this right now. Simply, uh, I'm going to ask uh, you what I'm about to ask my family. Tomorrow afternoon, we sit down for Thanksgiving dinner. What and who are you thankful for this year? I'm thankful for you. Appreciate you listening. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Uh, If you're traveling, be safe out there. Uh, It's crowded and crazy out there on the roads and the airports. Uh, Focus on the good and uh, stay safe out there. Uh, If you're not traveling, um, enjoy your time with your family, your friends, time off work. Uh, Use it as an opportunity to reconnect and recharge. And uh, I'll look forward to coming to you in the next episode of the Coach Brew Podcast. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.